I only got one. Yo, what's up? Thank you for stepping into the coach's box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach Murph and Coach K. We got some NFL talk for y'all. We got some NCAA talk. And the Bucks got richer this week with Dame Dollar headed to Milwaukee. So, you know, we got to break it down. And, of course, we're going to wrap it up, letting y'all know how to spend your money this weekend. So, week three takeaways, fellas. We're going to dig into the good, the bad, and the ugly Coach Murph, what you got for us this week? I'm gonna start off with a a lesser game. I just I just need to clear this up and get it out the way. Whatever the NFL's schedule was for the Jets for the rest of the season, flex all that shit. <laughs> they don't need to like I know that you went in with the intentions of I know they got a bunch of primetime games and, you know, favorable slots because of Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I believed in Zach Wilson to a degree of like, hey, there's no way he can be as bad as previous years, even though that I knew he got thrown under the fire this year. But no, (laughs) no. Like, honestly, that should just be one of those games that like, like for us, game in uh you know mountain time game start at like 10 a.m i want to say mm-hmm. you you should be running that at like 6 30 like one of those international games <laughs> like we, you should just have the option like dang i'm up and i just want to watch football because i'm sick and i already know it's going to be horrendous mm-hmm. this upcoming week because they face the chiefs yeah, that's it's one don't be bad Two, the something is up in Jacksonville. I don't, don't know why they look so bad, but I, honestly, I think it's me. I think I'm like, I'm like a curse or something like that. Because all the teams that I was excited to watch this year has been very underwhelming. You know, them and the Lions. Of course, the Jets went without saying what they lost Aaron Rodgers. But, like... I called the Packers upset. Yeah. But the Lions looked good uh, last night, though. Mm -hmm. But, like... Yeah, but I'm looking. I'm looking at degree of competition. I still they haven't. They looked good, but it's not like the Packers was like. The Lions are going to dog walk that division. They're going to look like the Patriots did of old when Tom Brady was there, mm-hmm. and how the like the surround like how the Dolphins and all of them looked during his run and era. That's what they're going to look like this year and years to come because of a bunch of new quarterbacks in that division and a bunch of, and like, they're just not, they're just not that good. So like, it was a, I don't know. I I just didn't, that game just didn't hold no weight to me because it was the Packers. Mm -hmm. I I need to see something that's more of like above average type competition. I don't know. Uh, the Broncos. <laughs> Don't get me started. 
The only oh, thing man. that saves Sean Payton this week is that Taylor Swift showed up to the Chiefs game because that thing blew like nothing else in sports media mattered because everybody wanted to talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. You would have thought that this Dolphins game has never happened. Right. This, Dolphin, this Dolphins practice game. <laughs> this, like 70 points and they spared you? Yes. The coach that you did not want to give an interview to spared you from being in the history books forever. <laughs> the poetic justice of that is, is, I love it. I love the poetic justice of that. Because, like, you gave up, your defense gave up 10 touchdowns in a football game, in one game. And didn't didn't both running backs go crazy, too? Yes. 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 Back up. <laughs> like, most and- of them. And still gave Tyreek over 200. Yes. This and without Waddle. Like, this is like, it's worse and worse. So now I'm over here, like, you know, I know everybody would be like, dang, a defense letting, you know, a team put 70 on them. How about your offense only putting up 20? How about your, your, your offense having some type of fight? This bad. Plus, Hey, listen, you know, Russ is about the storyline. He said in his interview this week that, you know, everyone everyone wants things to be perfect, but the best stories have, like, adversity in them and everything. So that Of course, but you're trash. <laughs> Bro. Like, that, that was just the nastiest game ever. Like, this is video game numbers. On Rookie, Chad, <laughs> Chad Ochocinco said this is Rookie on Madden. Rookie. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't put too much stock in what Ultra Cinco says nowadays. I'll, I'll go into that later. I watched a little interview he had uh, with um, he, him, and Shay were talking. Were, they were they were giving a breakdown on the uh, the Dallas Cowboys game. Yeah, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, since you mentioned Dallas, <laughs> go ahead. Where's your jersey? Let's talk about it. Joshua Dobbs. Hey. Y'all got Dobbs. It was like 180 rushing yards or something crazy. Yes. Like, how do y'all lose to the card? Bro, listen, I'm telling you now, there is no pulse in the city since week one. And y'all just gave this this team life. And the funny thing is, this might, I don't even know what the rest of their schedule is. This might be their only win of the season. Might be. Because they gave up a 28-point lead to the Giants who the Cowboys waxed 40 to nothing. But the Giants were able to come all the way back in the second half and win that game. And the Cowboys – Like, you got to – I don't even want to break down this game. I want you to explain it to me. Yeah. Coach K, I want you to talk <laughs> about your boys while I look oh. through this Cardinal schedule to give you a, a verdict on what their record might be. <laughs> well – Okay, so I'm going to jump to the post-game interview where Dak was talking, and he said, we know who we are. Nigga. Losers. We know who you are, and you suck. <laughs> I'm, I don't – bro, he threw – that last interception he threw at the end of the game. Egregious. He threw it in, like, triple coverage. He threw it right to the man. Right to him. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm so tired of seeing Dak Prescott, like, just ruin games. And you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. 
right. When you say you're out, what is that? I'm done. I am done. I am just uh, I'm just an average NFL fan of the game, bro. Chicago sucks. Dallas sucks. Dak sucks. Nothing's going to change. I don't care how far we get into the season. Even if we would get far into the postseason, it doesn't matter because we have Dak Prescott and he can't do a damn thing. So what do you want me to say? Wait, so how are you going to just bounce on the Bears, though? Like, yeah, they suck, but they're clearly under rebuilding. Like, they're trying to figure things out. Like, Dallas has been this for the past 45 years. (laughs) Oh, man. Like I said, I'm just an average fan of the game. You know what? I I don't blame you, Kenny. Like, sometimes you just – you know how, like – you you get out of like a very scarred relationship and you just kinda like, you know what? I'ma just do me. I ain't getting into nothing anytime soon. That that that's where you're at right now with your fandom. Yeah. And, and I don't blame you one <laughs> Well and the and the Bears and who do the the Bears play the Bears Jeez. don't they play the Broncos? Oh ne- yeah, next the week. Bears this play week. the Broncos. Like this is gonna be I hope it's like a – I don't know. I hope both teams lose. I don't even know if that can happen somehow. <laughs> they can get a tie. Both, yeah, both teams get a tie or just get disqualified. Yeah. But I'm I'm more upset with the uh, with the front office of the Bears more than anything because, I mean, their coach sucks too. So, the yeah. new coach, I'm sick of him. So, it's whatever. You know who's a really good coach? Nick Sariani. <laughs> them Philly boys, man. That I told y'all, man. I was like, Swift behind that old line is going to be crazy. Back to back, a hundred plus rushing yard game. Yeah, he he eating out there. I think the only thing that could slow him down is injuries. Like that's the only thing that could slow. Man. Yeah, but he gets it. But he literally splits care. Like he didn't. I think they he stopped getting touches like late in the third, and they just let Kenneth take the rest of the, mm. you know, the snap. So like he just has that, and like it's not like he has to really like, you know, it's his contact is going to be super high like as of old because of that old line is just so good. So of course anybody can get hit the right way that causes an injury, but. I think you know this might be one of his healthiest years, so let's uh, let's keep it that way. Yeah. Hey, listen. I mean, you already touched on the game. Well, most of the game. But it, it, I'm not. See, I'm a I'm an objective fan. So we we beat the Raiders. The Steelers beat the Raiders. Like, mm-hmm. like impressive victory, but it's a victory. So I'm gonna take take it you know the, the browns look very legit this year so there's some stock to take into that win um but yeah so i'm proud of the Steelers. they they continue to fight they continue to fight unlike the cowboys unlike other teams out here man let's not even talk about the cowboys rest of the show <laughs> I, I feel like we've all said what we needed to say <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna ask you one more question coach k because we're the one that came on this show with Ezekiel Elliott jersey, right? Right. Patriots, Cowboys, how you think Zeke is going to do um, on Sunday? I'll give him a 
maybe 80 rushing yards. I mean, he's got some motivation. Uh, I honestly, even though it should it shouldn't be like a close game, I feel like it's I feel like it's going to be one of those games that's like I don't know. I could I could easily see the Patriots winning this one. It'll probably be like a 17 to 14 mm. loss mm. for the Cowboys. A <laughs> loss. That's it. It's a yeah, man. All right, we're not gonna talk about Cowboys for the rest of the show. Mm. Oh, we can't. I don't care. If if they lose, we're gonna be talking about them next week. That's for sure. That's for sure. They lose to the Patriots. Look, I'm done. The only team I'm a fan of now is the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's, <laughs> that's because I live here. For sure, for sure. I like, you know, I look at it, and I look at this NFL season, and I think of all the storylines that are out there. I mean, we brought up the waxing of the Denver Broncos. And I said this to Coach Murph before the show started. I mean, Peyton can make fun of Nathaniel Hackett all he wants. Yeah, it was a bad season last year. But they didn't lose by 50 under Nathaniel Hackett. Oh. You didn't see that. They didn't get off to this rough start under Nathaniel Hackett. So I just, I just want people to really realize some of the karma that's going on right now. Okay. And then, and then he was in an interview and he said, he looked at the game tape, I think it was on Monday, and was like, man, this is worse than I thought. No, Sean, it's even worse than that. It's even worse than the worst that you thought. Like, the, the 70 to 20 score didn't even indicate how bad of a game it was. The, the score actually makes it look closer than what it really was. And you still lost by 50. I just don't understand how you let a how you how you lose by fifty points and a and every person on that team is supposed to be a professional football player. Yeah, I'm cleaning the house. I'm cleaning. If I was the owner of the team and a team of mine, first of all, a team of mine would never lose by fifty. But if they did, <laughs> everybody gone. Like er, everybody got to find their own way home. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm not. I'm not. I'm not subsidizing. You to fly out back back and do this and go home. No, absolutely not. You got blown out. Like no heart whatsoever. What happened to the defense that we were supposed to be seeing this year? Hmm? Hmm? Listen, man. I let me put it in perspective for the for the listeners. I'm like I'm gonna get in dad mode real quick. All right. So bear with me. So for everybody that don't know, I have a three year old daughter, right? She she's been in her SpongeBob bag lately. So we've been watching SpongeBob and there's this episode where SpongeBob broke his butt and they told him to be <laughs> okay, like be okay with it or like to you know be careful with it. Then there's this scene where there's a bunch of you know the fish standing there with their legs open and they said, Hey SpongeBob, you want to come through? We have a seven mile spank line. That you can go through, and he ran off. Sean Payton went under there, and he's just getting spanked <laughs> week after week after week. He got this seventeen-week spank line going on in the NFL right now. For real, that's a great analogy, and I remember that episode. <laughs> it just, it just, it just makes me laugh because, yeah, like nobody's safe after that. Like if I'm the owner. Listen, no. Team gone. Like most of the team, two thirds of the team got to go. For the third, I'll, I'll start the quarterback. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, coach, concession stand workers, the brother that put the st- stickers on the helmets, gone. Everybody, <laughs> everybody gone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. We we just got to purify this thing. Like, we just got to start over again. As, yeah. as, as a city, we have to start over again. Like, and I look at it in terms of like, just, just, just like Russell Wilson's like interviews, just, they just make me laugh. Right. Because, you know, he out there last year, Broncos country, let's ride. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it did, but they, they've been written straight into the ground though. Like that's, that's the funny thing about this. And then for him to be like, Oh, you know, every story has a little bit of a, you know, diversity. And so that's what makes the story beautiful. Everyone's going to be perfect. Adversity? No, adversity is losing by 20. Adversity is injuries on the offensive line that you have to overcome. Adversity is you have a bad game and you have to try to make a way, right? You throw Ad- up. Adversity it was last year. Adversity was last year. Adversity already happened. This was the year y'all was supposed to change things. Let's just skip all the, the all the extra stuff. Adversity already happened. Adversity already happened. That's exactly right. my point. Almost right. last year. You ever see those like those like old horror movies where they get like a Catholic priest with the holy water to come through and like cleanse yeah. cleanse the building? Yeah, like an exorcism. Yeah. yeah, that's what needs to happen. Uh, they need to get a priest or something to come through there. Call the Ghostbusters. Call somebody. Oh, See, that's why get all that stuff out of here. This is why people need to do better at reading the defined print. When he was over there screaming, Let's ride, the defined print said to the sunset, Let's ride into the sunset. He was done. He was done. He just they he just fleeced them. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, other takeaways. I mean, y'all mentioned most of them. Uh, I guess question mark congratulations Brandon Staley because you still have a job because you barely won because the Vikings have four opportunities to score a touchdown between fourth quarter and overtime and couldn't get it done or not, and fourth quarter couldn't get it done so I guess congratulations I think that's more of a Vikings issue than a Chargers win but hey still have a job so that's good that's good mm-hmm. I was also was gonna say Derek Carr ain't the one, man. Derek. But he got he got hurt. He got hurt. The yeah. man got hurt, man. I think. Um, I think it's just indicative of the situation. That's crazy. You get well. You you get well, Derek. You get well. You know, Baltimore disappointed me too because they also had at least four opportunities in the fourth quarter and overtime to beat the Colts with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback. Gardner Minshew. And I will say that last possession, that was a pass interference um, on um, that happened on Zay Flowers, and they didn't call it. So that should have been an automatic first for the Ravens. They probably would have won the game because they got close enough for the field goal. But they still yeah. had three opportunities before that that they squandered. Uh, I feel like the NFC East out here is getting exposed too because the Commanders got stomped out. They sure did. Sam Howell like, felt three points up. Yeah, he went. Whoa, 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 whoa! First of all, don't say the NFC East because last time I checked, 
No, nobody. Okay, yeah, my bad, my bad, bro. My bad. Yeah, you put some respect on my squad's name. We ain't looking like y'all. Don't get exposed. And don't be that. and don't be bringing up the commanders to make y'all feel better either. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not making myself feel better because the Buffalo. Don't mention the commanders, legit, man. Buffalo. Buffalo is a legit team. But uh, there is no, there is no excuse for the Dallas Cowboys loss. No. Oh, and two, like the, them, like the fact that mm-hmm. them losing to the Cardinals is worse than Washington only putting up three points. That's that's where y'all lie in. Yeah, because we didn't expect nothing out of Washington mm-hmm. this year, and they got and they got two wins on the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, Sam Howe. They got the same number of wins as the Cowboys. <laughs> well, shout shout out Eric Bieniemy, man. He out there cooking. Okay. That's a pretty good transition talking about the Bills being a legit team, Coach K. So this week they're they're playing the Dolphins, who who just put up seventy points on Denver. So Dolphins at the Bills. Who do you have in that one and why? Yeah, the Dolphins. Is I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> the Bills have. I guess you could say they they kind of found found their swagger again, but I'm not I'm not convinced that it's going to be anything other than like maybe a playoff win this year. So and the way the Dolphins have been playing, too, it looks like I mean everybody everything's clicking for them. So two two is a beast. I, I don't know what else I could say. They they pretty much have everything they need to to get the job done. So I mean I got I got Miami. Can I say twenty-eight to seventeen? The wild thing is Jalen Ramsey ain't even healthy yet. He ain't even on the field. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Coach Murphy, you got for that one? Dolphins, and it's as simple as this: the Dolphins has the ability to put up points. When Josh Allen has to push, like when he puts in his mind that he wants to or needs to push the ball downfield, he makes mistakes. They're going to put him in position to make mistakes because he's going to try to keep up. Well, he's going to have to try to keep up with them to keep up, to put up points. And that's when his mistakes would be made. So Dolphins, 35-24. I'm with y'all on on the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins almost beat the Bills in the playoffs with Skylar Thompson as the quarterback. Skylar Thompson. I don't think he got a job right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have it. Yeah, probably not. He should go to Dallas. <laughs> well, yeah. y'all got Trey Lance and and Cooper Rush. Y'all might as well just put Cooper Rush in it. I don't see. I don't want to see. I wouldn't even have Dak. Like he wouldn't even travel with the team. Like he would just be sitting on the bus somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's about to get cut from my fantasy team because he he got me two straight L's because he don't know he forgot how to how to play football apparently. Bro, he was he was on the yeah. All right, AFC North matchup. This is going to be a really good one. Uh, Ravens at Browns. Coach K, who you got? Hmm. Ravens. Somehow, I just feel like. I just got in my system. The Ravens are going to bounce back this week. So, um, I feel like Lamar, like, 
I feel like he's got I feel like Jackson's got something to prove. So I mean, I I gotta go with Lamar on this one. Um as far as like the points. I'm gonna say Ravens like twenty one to nah. I'm gonna go seventeen ten. Oh, low score. Yeah. All right, Coach Murphy. Uh, the this is tough because like, well, Deshaun is is having a, a shoulder injury, so he's questionable. I do believe he can play, and he will play. I just don't know what's the severity of it. Um, I know they're saying, like, because of he's thrown a lot the first three weeks, and it's not like you can really lean on the run like you have because you don't have, you know, Chubb anymore. So that'll be interesting. But that – I know the Ravens have a, a really good defense as well, but, man, that, that Browns defense has been holding it down. So I'm, I'm going to go – Browns 21, Ravens 20. I'm going to go – this may be more heart than head, but I'm going to go – I'm going to go Ravens uh, 24 to 20 in a close one, in a close one. I'll do that. Um, Lamar didn't throw any touchdowns last game. He ran two, but he didn't throw two. And then with them not converting on those – drives and four quarter overtime um and you don't want to lose the edge in the afc north right because the the ravens going into last week were perfectly positioned right because the Bengals hadn't won a game yet uh the browns had dropped the game to to the steelers uh, so this this they need this game to regain leverage in the um afc north uh saints have bucks coach k what you got for this one Jameis Winston Bowl. <laughs> Man, I haven't had faith in him since Florida State. Uh, you don't think this is going to be the Jameis Winston revenge game? I think Carr got injured on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, what the heck? I'll go. I'll go Saints. Twenty, I'll do twenty-one to seventeen. Listen, man, Saints to show that defense and and Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah, he's back. He's back. So I'm going to yeah, I'm going twenty-seven seventeen Saints. Okay. 2417 Saints. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Saints defense is legit, though they gave up a lot of fourth quarter points to Green Bay last week. But I think the, the defense will take it personally because they did give up those points and they'll take it out on the Bucks. But we'll see what Shake and Bake can do on the other end. He's been playing pretty good. Uh, and let's talk about the Commanders Eagles game. <laughs> For what? For what? I got I got commanders. Cat. Winning. Stop the cat. Don't you do that. Nope. Nope. 
you know, in a close knockout drag out um fight um I'm on I'm on go I'm on go commanders by by a field goal that's crazy cuz let me put let me let me tell you something man <laughs> act like Eric the enemy had Patrick Mahomes last year and came to tooth and nail to beat that to put up points against that Jalen Hurts Eagles offense. Now you replace that with Sam Howe and no Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Come on okay. now. Um you must put 35 one at ass minimal. I'll go 28-27 uh commanders. This dude is praying on the downfall because the Cowboys trash. That's funny. <laughs> I make himself feel good any way he can. Just try it. That's that, that desperation right there. Wow, it's it's uh. I don't know. I'll I'll give the Commanders a a touchdown. Um, I'll go. Thirty-one to seven, Philly. Final answer. I have 31-13, Philly. Uh, all right. Switching to NCAA. Man, Colorado got waxed last weekend. And they have another mm-hmm. tough game against USC. So it was, I, ugly. it was ugly. It was ugly. Absolutely right, Coach K. It was ugly. I, I couldn't watch the entire game. I turned it off after halftime. After halftime, I turned it off. Okay. Um, I know Coach Murph has some words shared in the blessing. So go ahead. And I just sorry, just real quick, just the fact that they they blocked the extra point at the end of the game. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, petty. It's so petty. That that <laughs> I think that speaks as to how the game went and. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Dan Lanning, <laughs> you're a fucking bum. <laughs> so I'm all about. All right, let let's just go back. So you go in and you give this pregame speech. Oh, you know we we do it for wins. They do it for clicks. That's cap because Oregon hasn't won shit. Two. You were trying to get clicks this whole game because, you know, this is the most eyes you were going to get all season. Nobody was looking at Oregon last year. Nobody wasn't looking at Oregon this year until today. That's why when you came in here during this game, you're up 14-0, 4th and 12 on your own 17. You want to do a fake punt. It's halftime. You're up 35-0. You want to go tell them, oh, I hope everybody that was watching last week is watching this week. And – Oh, we're not. Uh, we're still not. You know, we're still not happy with like how we're playing. Like that's cat. <laughs> that's cat. <laughs> you wanted all the attention. This is the click moment that you was looking for, to make it seem like you're dope. Let let me remind you of who you really are. <laughs> oh. You took over Oregon last year. Let's see what happens when a team that you know, just put together or it's your first year taking over. And, of course, when you took over Oregon, they were better conditioned than when 
Dion took over Colorado. When you walked in week one and you faced the team that you were the DC for in Georgia, you got waxed 49 to three. <laughs> now, later on to that in that season, you also lost to Washington. Yep. You also lost to Oregon State. Yep. These are two teams that are on your schedule this year as well. And then you on top of you having to play USC. So when eyes are on you for that game, which they probably won't because people will be watching Colorado unless they're on the bye week. But guess what? I'll be watching. <laughs> and let's see if that energy stays the same. Because everybody knew that you wanted to use this as your highlight moment. It's one thing to be competitive, but if people always want to talk about players and sportsmanship, that was poor sportsmanship. Mm. You know nobody give a damn about you. Nobody knew who your name was. When they talk about Georgia and they talk about Georgia's defense, they never mention Dan Lanny. <laughs> when you come to Oregon, when you first started, nobody talks about Dan Lanny. Nobody talks about Oregon. So don't act like Oregon is just this dope-ass school because it's not, and you're not dope either. <laughs> so I'm your career is now on my radar moving forward because I'm on your ass. Coach Murph going to say something about Dan Lanning. Even in the bye week, he going to say something. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Because, like, come on, like, have some type of class. No, I mean, like I, if you just you because the way the game went, even without all the extra antic shit, you probably would have still blew them out. Just how the game went, right? Right. But you wanted to do all the oh we're gonna go for it on fourth down, even though that we're up fourteen zero. Oh, I'm gonna tell the media that I'm not happy, even though we're up thirty five zero at halftime. Like, this is that type of shit that people do, like, before the game starts and they write a script out for themselves just to make themselves sound dope. <laughs> like, you had that shit playing in your mind all week. Oh, I'm going to say this when they come up to me and this and that. Like, that 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 wasn't from the heart because you're not built like that. Mm. And now it's personal. Boy. Facts. Because nobody's going to be talking about that. Watch next year. Watch the year after that. Oregon is still not going to be on shit. The the and then on top of that, Keyshawn Johnson was on Undisputed and said that somebody leaked information on Dion. Of course, it's on the players, the Oregon players, to execute that game plan. But apparently there was somebody leaking information on how Oregon could could slow down and and potentially beat Colorado. Yeah. If you have to go outsource shit like that and you're supposed to be that guy, don't sit here and talk like you're that guy, like you manifested that shit by yourself. Mm. There it is. You had to do that for Colorado? You was that scared? But what you fake tough. You bluff. <laughs> hey. Coach Murphy been waiting for this. He been sitting on this all week, bro. <laughs> he been waiting to unleash. 
Nah, I, go ahead, Coach K. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, he, uh, Murph Watch. Murph Watch. That's going to be a new segment, Murph Watch. Uh, Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. <laughs> oh, man. No, because it, it exposed what we should have already known. You know, the hype train on Colorado was pretty big and a little too much too soon, right? Because we were just like, wow, like they're actually playing good football. Um, but there's still some growth to do because, I mean, they were getting bullied in the trenches. Like there's no surprise. They were getting bullied. Shador mm -hmm. very little protection. So it was hard for them to get anything going. They're out without mm -hmm. trying. So like, it really, I think it, it helped bring people's expectations a little bit back down to earth. Like, okay, let's not crown them yet, but let's applaud them for the progress that they made from last year. But I don't think the hype train was, was bad. And I don't think it should like regress either. Cause to me, this is the thing. It's not like nobody, nobody came in here in their right mind saying that Colorado was going to go undefeated. Colorado was going to be, you know, national champions or anything like that. People were talking, Talking about them being three, being a three-win team, mm -hmm. and then they get they start the season off with a very respectable win against TCU. Factoring in who what T, the season TCU came off of, and the and all the changes in the year that Colorado came off of, I think everything they got was deserve deserving. I, of course, it was a magnitude, but the the magnitude that it was being pumped up wasn't because of the team. It was because of Dion. Mm -hmm. But that's just like when Dion said, like, they're doing this. They want to beat me, not my team. I think that's where people get it confused. If people are like, oh, well, the hype around Colorado. No, it's the hype around Dion and what he can do. This is just foreshadowing of what Dion can do. That's where the hype is coming from. Because even when Dion took over Colorado – and he's over here saying that you know he's he's need, he still need guys in the trenches and he's uh you know seven eight dogs away and so he he knows his disadvantages from coming in the way he did as late as he did mm -hmm. so it's not like he was coming in on something crazy either so I just think this is just something fun and new and just like let's see what they got here so I don't think like the hype was something crazy because as many people that tune in to watch Colorado games and get hyped to see them play none of that came to the to the conclusion of they're going to make it to the bowl to some high bowl game this year right right yeah I mean they're not going to be a college football playoff team or maybe not even a top eight you know, bowl game type of. Yeah, like it's just, it's the hype around Dion, not the team. So I like I I can't, I can't jack that. Because I'm really anxious to see. I want to see what they do this weekend. I think they're going to lose to to USC. Um, I want to see better, right? Like I'm not I'm not looking for them to win, but I'm looking for them to play better than they did last week. Because I think that's going to show what kind of guys they got in the locker room there. And I know that mm -hmm. oh, he's going to continue to recruit and get better and better. Um, yeah. 
Especially, well, yeah. like, they had so many penalty yards in that game, too. Yeah. They were, they were sloppy last week. And, yeah. Um, I think Dion alluded to it in one of his interviews. He was like, we got to go hit first. Like, it's different between you waiting to get hit and then you hit first. And so when you're playing a juggernaut of a team, you know, that has good reputation, they're a solid team, they're huge, you kind of, like, you take some of the your foot off the gas and are kind of bracing yourself for impact, right? And so he wants the guys to go full steam ahead. And so I want to see if they at least bring that mentality with with them to you uh, against USC. Uh, some of my measuring sticks are against the other teams, though. I want to see how they play against the the Arizonas, the Arizona States, the Oregon States. Like, I want to see how they play against mm-hmm. those, those guys. Um, you know, Washington will be another really tough game. I mean, they have a tough schedule when you think about it. Uh, so if they're able to get eight, nine wins out of that schedule, man, that's a heck of a season for them. And that's exactly what I expected from them. When people were saying three wins, I was like, I believe they can get eight wins. Yeah, it's feasible. and I think they're ahead of yeah, and they're ahead of the curve just based off of the way they started. Mm-hmm. True, true. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. What, what do you What do you think is going to be the outcome um, of, of the of the USC game? Do you think they're going to play better, or do you think it's going to be another shellacking? I'm on the same boat as you. I I believe that they'll lose, but they will play better. But even if they do get waxed, you know, there's just a way about it. Like, if you just get out, play, and you just can't, like, they, depending on circumstances, you can play hard and still get waxed. Yes. Like, if they don't, like, it's, the difference is, like, as we spoke on earlier with the Dolphins, Broncos, you got waxed, but it was clear that y'all did not play hard. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I don't see them losing by no more than, I want to say like 17, 21. I think it would be like within that, like a, you know, a potential three score, uh, a three score game at worst. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Coach K? Um, I kind of agree. Like, I expect them to play better. Um, I don't know if I'm expecting, like, a win or anything or, like, a close game, but definitely I'm expecting at least two to three touchdowns. And, um, you know, just their defense to to do better than what they did last week. So, um, to be honest, I haven't really paid attention to USC that much because, quite frankly, I don't really care that much about USC. But <laughs> – they got the Ray Heisman Trophy winner over there. We all know that. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like in the end, like USC is one of those teams, though, that they usually fall apart about midseason anyways. Mm-hmm. But that that's just my perspective. Oh, man, I forgot about Utah as well. Man, Utah's a, a, a tough team. Because that, that was uh, USC's Achilles heel last year. Was Utah, and I think um, Colorado plays them as well. And it's cool. It's- yeah, is USC going to be in the Big Ten next year or the following year? I, I thought they said twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah, 
And then the the I mean the Pac twelve is like like the most competitive uh conference right now and they're about to be disbanded next I know which which is absolutely just crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah we won't see I hopefully Colorado just plays a, a, a tougher and better game and and uh just keeps moving forward, moving in the right direction. So yeah. um so sometimes you things catch you off guard in life. And that's what happened to I think at least most of us. The no the whole narrative in the NBA is even before the season ended, but especially when the season ended, Dame Dollar took that's where he said he wanted to go. They're gonna make it happen. But the whole rumor trade, they're like, okay. And come to find out, I mean, that it, it wasn't just a rumor. It was really, they really want to work this thing out. All of a sudden, Dame Dollar in Milwaukee. What? So, so I look at it in terms of just from what I'm projecting to see on the court. I'll put it that way. I think it is going to be help. It's going to take some pressure off of Giannis. Um, with him working with Hakeem over this uh, this offseason, I think it might be a perfect storm because it will allow Giannis to work more on his interior game he don't need to be out there in the perimeter. He didn't even be out there last year. But with Dame Dollar, he let let him go and take the perimeter shots. Let Middleton take those perimeter shots and others. Um, so they are going to lose a little bit on defense uh, without Drew Holiday there. Uh, but I think a little bit, I, a little bit, yeah. I against some guards, right? It's not gonna he's, he's the he's the best defender in the league when it like guard defender in the league. Yes, yes. I, I I know. I I say that because Dame brings the firepower to it. So it is going to be some balancing off, right? I give up 10 more points, but I'm also scoring 13 more points than Drew Wood in the game. So there's going to be some balance. So that's the only reason why I say that, not to minimize Drew. And I hope he goes to a a, a contender. Um. But so I, and Middleton has proven to be inconsistent, in my opinion, right? If people say, you know, he's going to be the backup. Giannis, he has a good game here, then he'll just miss, be off, right? Well, yeah. Honestly, I think – I feel like Middleton will be more comfortable in that spot because he – I feel like he's – he can't carry a team anyways. Like, he's always going to be second fiddle, I think, whatever team he goes on. So – and I, I don't think he's, like, really ego-driven – I mean, uh, I mean, I, don't know, I could be wrong, but I mean, I feel like yeah, he's still gonna want to get his get his reps and everything. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you're talking about Damian Lillard, so yeah. I mean, I mean, Middleton wins huge in this, yeah, right? Like, because you can go out and score twenty, and it's fine, right? Because you know, Damian's gonna get you more than twenty. Giannis is gonna get you more than twenty. Uh. So, yeah, I think this helps them a lot there. We'll just see how they actually click and play together as a team. And that surrounding cast, like, you know, who are the people that are going to step up because they did have to lighten the load a little bit just to get Dane. Uh, but word on the street is, and, and I know, Coach Murph, you wanted, you know, you wanted to see Dame Dollar over there with Jimmy Butler, man. And... I, I didn't particularly care. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, like, okay, so here's my thing. It... <laughs> 
<laughs> I know some people would be like, wait, how do you, how when you want to have Dane? Well, like to me, one, I knew that they didn't have the trade package to do it. I knew like it was a long shot of them doing it. Also, I have a friend of mine that <laughs> this dates all the way back to college. Coach JP3, you know him, Christian Richardson. Yes, sir. He's a Dame guy. I am a Jimmy Butler guy, obviously, and we would have arguments about who's better. And then when this started to come up, because, like, of course, I had the upper hand these past few years. I'm like, oh, your boy is not in the playoffs. He's first round exit. Mine's is Eastern Conference finals, finals two times, so on and so forth. And after, you know, we lost to Denver and then these uh, things started circulating about Dame wanting to come to Miami, he hits me and says, if Dame goes to Miami and they win, he got them over the hump. And I, it made me sick to myself. I was like, first of all, no, we got him over the hump. Okay. <laughs> You're not going, this ain't no like KD thing. So that's why I didn't want him there personally, just for my argument against him. Cause if he, if they did win and he said that, I probably would have had to put the pause on him. <laughs> Man, hey, no, no disrespect, um, Coach Murph, but uh, Jimmy Butler's hairstyle makes him a distant second to Dame, bro. <laughs> what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your man doing out there, man? He's doing what he wanted to do. He's just giving y'all something to talk about. Y'all just be hating because y'all want to be conformed to what the masses do. Somebody blazes their own trail and y'all want to hate. You need to worry about what's happening in Chicago. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Because that hairstyle gets you to the to the finals. I don't know what y'all doing over there. Hey, man, it, the, the uh, playing tournament game could have easily gone the other way, bro. <laughs> That could have been that could have been us in the finals. That's all. Yeah, that, but I'm guess what? My hat on that. But guess but guess what? It didn't. I'm gonna hang my hat on that, man. <laughs> but it didn't. What? Hmm? Well, that that whatever you hung your hat on just fell to the floor because that ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> you know good and well if y'all don't win that playing game, y'all have got waxed in the first round. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I don't you, know, you, man. Giannis wasn't the guy hurt facing y'all. Yeah, make quick make quick out of quick work out of y'all like last time. Quick work. Well, let me tell y'all, you know, just how close this was. So, from our NBA sources here at the coaches box, um, the league did not want Dame in Miami, and so they killed the deal over the summer. So after this whole Kyrie Harden KD situation. The league didn't want a perception of star players choosing their trade destinations. So Portland, Miami had already agreed in terms in July, way back in July, they already agreed to terms and they were just working out the final details, but the NBA wouldn't approve it. So the deal fell apart. Uh, so this kind of gives you a sense of, I hope players who recognize that what's happening here don't publicly say where they want to go, right? Because the league is going to try to not let that happen. So by Dane saying publicly he wanted to go to Miami, that cued the league and the league was like, no, we can't have that. Not after this Nets fiasco, this, this player empowerment, we need to draw a line here. So we're gonna. this is where we're going to draw the line. 
So y'all were really close. Coach Murphy, y'all were really close to having Dame. I just don't know what that deal would look like. Like, I feel like whatever deal that was in place, it wasn't better than what they got back this go around. Well, I mean, so, they easily – I I mean, the word is, like, they uh, – it would have been a third team somewhere. So, I mean – Yeah, I know, like, a third team would have been involved, but, like, yeah. I still don't think that pack – like, they got Aiden and Drew Holiday out of out of that deal. I don't I don't care what three team trade you you do that was that involved Miami. That wasn't coming. Nothing close to that was coming. I mean, I mean, is it a possibility? Maybe the Suns could have been a part of that deal in some form or fashion too. Well, yeah. So if they were, because I heard that there was speculation that the Suns were interested in Kyle Lowry, so maybe it, like they would have sent Kyle Lowry there and maybe Hero. But like at the end of the day, the Blazers would have got what Hero and Aiton. Yeah, I, I would rather have Drew. Well, at the end of the day, like they don't really plan on keeping Drew anyways. I don't think, and that, that's my thing. But there's going to be value. With Drew, because the team is young already, I feel as though like yeah, Hero, he's a good young player, but he doesn't really push the needle. I would rather have a first round pick. Mm, okay, I see, I understand that from a Blazers perspective. On it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, we'll, we'll see how everything unfolds. You know, it's gonna be a NBA season starts. You know, it's gonna be a, a hot topic this year. So, did the and can we can we just go ahead and put to bed that the Suns are pretty much are are they they're pretty much gonna be worse off without Aiden? I mean the Well they got they got Yusuf and he's not like the the thing about I feel like Aiden is has the potential to be better than Yusuf, but in terms of fit because Yusuf isn't going to really demand the ball like Aiden can, and he's a better passer, that I think that he will be better fitting-wise. It's just my biggest issue is that their big three is injury-prone. So I, I, I don't even think, like, Aiden leaving, like, a, a Aiden for Yusuf swap really right. is going to, like, change their, their winnings at all. And Yusuf and- Injury prone himself. Well, yeah, and that you got that as well. Well, and then they're, they're saying, well, I mean, people were saying like the Suns got deeper, but at the same time, it's like the was it Nasir and then uh, Keon Johnson. Yeah, they're they're like what trash. I I, don't, I, I can't really, <laughs> like <laughs> Grayson Grayson and like so. You're telling me the two best players they got. Is Nurkic and uh, <laughs> and Grayson Allen? <laughs> okay, like I, I wouldn't. Hey, man, Keon Johnson, like that, bro. You don't even know that man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I like Nazir Little isn't trapped. I mean, he he dealt with injuries last year, but he he's a really good player. I saying that they got they got deeper or they have depth. That's kind of a stretch because of like I will agree with you because of the in terms of the talent they got back 
you don't get that kind of talent and be like, ooh, they got deeper. Like, that just doesn't go hand in hand. But it, it's going to be – I don't. I really don't expect much out of the Suns. I still think it'll be first, second round exit. Mm. Yeah, and maybe trash was the wrong word. Trash was the wrong word to use. But it wasn't like the, the players they got were like needle movers for me. No, you're right. You're right. I know what you said. It's just funny. I was like, dang, what, what the? Nah, I'm serious. I was trying. I was trying to like. I couldn't think of the word, bro. Like, I was just like, because people are actually out here. It's like, oh man, like I'm I'm moving the Suns up to the to the top of the to the top of the line. I'm like, nah. for what? <laughs> nah. nah. I I got one question for y'all though. What the? So for Drew Holiday, the uh. For Drew Holiday, there there's reports that came out of teams that he's interested in going to. Which team would you rather see him go? So uh, the Bulls, he mentioned the Bulls, the Heat, um, the Lakers, Clippers, and Boston. Mm, definitely not the Bulls. That's a waste of time. I think yeah, I, I don't want I don't wish anybody to come to the Bulls. <laughs> Plus, um, I for me, I would say I like the the Bucks Boston rivalry. So I think me as a fan, I want to see him go to Boston because mm-hmm. um, I would like to see that. I like I would like to see how that would play out. But um, at the end of the day, that <laughs> I don't I, I just I don't know how that would work with. I don't know. I I wouldn't mind seeing Miami. I'm I'm with you. I, if he went to Boston, I'd be fine with that. I would. Yeah. I'd be interested because I think he fits the Pat Riley like Miami Heat culture. I think he fits that. Like he's a tough guy, works hard, you know, team player, and that just having him and Jimmy on the floor at the same time. Like, how you gonna dribble the ball off the court? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Right. I, you have two people that can lock down, <laughs> right? I, I, I would love to see that happen. I would love to see that. Yeah. That first meeting would kind of be hilarious because, like, Jimmy going out like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, I had to do that to you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the Clippers wouldn't be horrible. I mean, they need a point guard, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, like Clippers is my top pick, but the thing the thing that makes it bittersweet is that in doing that, I just feel like Russ would have to be moved. So that's kind of I'm just like I feel like he would be best there out of all the teams in terms of being able to win, especially what Ty Lue talking to um PG PG and um Hawaii about you know, being healthy and or like playing more games in the regular season, taking it serious. So I feel like that'd have been perfect. But um yeah, we'll we'll see. It's a, a lot, a lot. Harden still out there looking to move. Drew's looking to move. Somebody said the 76ers are interested in Drew Holiday as well. Hmm. Well he was there once. Might as well go. I mean Yeah. If I was Drew, I wouldn't want to go. But if I was Philly, I would understand why they would want him though. Yeah, so, for sure. For Philly, if you're if you're GM for Philly, 
But if I'm Drew, I don't want that. No. Yeah. That's that's too much drama. You're a champion. Like, nah, you ain't got time for that. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh Coach Murphy, you got some uh some bets for us this weekend. AJ Brown let me down last week, man. I'm sorry about that. He literally <laughs> hit the over on everything. He just didn't get the tub. And what makes it worse is that he dropped two touchdowns, blatant touchdown passes. Hmm. But this week we're gonna get a little, we're gonna get a little freaky. Okay. So one, I'm taking the Patriots over the Cowboys. Ooh. I feel as though that. That run is about to be exposed. That run game is about to expose that defense again. And Belichick is good at, you know, making players make mistakes. And Dak makes them on his own. So you got that. You can get you a little guaranteed uh, by taking the Bucks, getting their first win against the Bears. And I got the Jags. I got and I got the Jags getting the dub against the Falcons. It's an international game. It, I feel like you know the Jags is in it every year, so I think they'll it'll kind of be like a home game for them. So, so you got Jags over Falcons, Broncos over Bears, and Patriots over Cowboys. You're all right. I like it. I think this will work. I think this will. I think it's pretty solid. Got got some a little bit of like point upsets in there, but I think it all makes sense. I think it all makes sense. Hey, you know, I think what would be another? There's another good one out there that I heard. Well, Coach K, you want to put money on the Bears to win this weekend? Oh hell no! <laughs> I'm no better than that. Yeah, so you, so Coach K got the Bears winning, got the the Commanders winning. <laughs> that that boy worked for Vegas with that. Oh, that hey, <laughs> the Bears match, Bears matchup. I call the battle for the bottom. Battle for the bottom. Bears Broncos battle for the bottom. I like yeah. it. I like it. Well, Actually, you know what? I will put money on the Bears. Bears. <laughs> or not. I got, I got Shoot for the stars. Yep. Uh, or shoot for the moon land with the stars. Yeah. Well, hope y'all had a good time. We had a good, good time recording this. Uh, We're going to catch y'all later. Y'all have a blessed and safe weekend. Catch y'all next time. Peace.